You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. When you consider Proverbs 28 and 5, because the verse mentions the Lord, you have to consider it from a theological standpoint. You have to consider the entire verse based upon the mindset of God. And in doing so, you have to reach the conclusion that when it, when it talks in the text about men being evil, it's a reference to them being ungodly. Evil men are not godly. In one sense, according to the book of Psalms, People that are ungodly are are fools. Psalm 14 and 1 says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. You crazy you don't believe there is a God. Well, in our day and time, uh, there are a lot of folks that are crazy or can be deemed a fool. But don't think somebody that's ungodly, evil, or fool is just a simple-minded person. Though you have people that are evil that are simple-minded, and no doubt you have fools that are simple-minded. You have to be a fool to... To rob a store knowing that they don't keep no more than $50 in the cash register. (laughs) And you end up going to prison for 20 years. You have to be a fool. You have to be a fool to, to go in a store and, and steal a bag of potato chips and a drink and end up staying in prison for a year for a drink and some lays. Oh, yeah, you, you, you fool. You And what you did was evil as well as foolish. But we cannot reach the conclusion that everyone that is a fool, that is evil, uh, ungodly, 
is simple. No, there are folks that no doubt they're equal based upon what they do, but they are intelligent. It is evil to hang a man because of the color of his skin. And, and, and it's even more evil to come up with a legal system to allow folk that did it to go free. That's evil, but it took intelligence in order to do it. It's evil to blame God for stuff that you did. And folk believe it. But it's also intelligent. Smart, but evil. Well, we done kill enough black folk by now. So let's give them a little justice to make them happy. Send a couple of police to jail and they will be happy and we'll look good doing it that's evil but it's also intelligent You can be an evil person, but intelligent. They have the same credit report, but we're going to give her the loan. And we got to come up with a reason why we're going to give her a loan. Because if we don't, and this person finds out that she got the loan with the same credit report, we're going to be in trouble. So we got to fix it. That's evil. But somebody is intelligent. Let's loose a virus. Let's loose it, and in the end, let's, let's cause it to affect one race more than it affects the other races. But let's don't stop there. Let's make some money off of it. When we release it, and when we turn around and tell them we're fixing it. That's evil. But it's also intelligent. And, and see, you have, you have people that are so gullible to where they, they will believe evil that comes from an intelligent person. 
and despise the written and revealed will of God. Well, you know, that's so and so. Yeah, but so and so, though he has degrees, is evil. But you're too gullible to see the evil because of the degrees. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be the degrees. It's the status that the person has. And so we are overlook the evil because of the intelligence. Because we, we often don't consider that, that some of the most intelligent folks are also evil. Also evil. Remember in high school, I, I used to be a running back. Used to, used to run the ball pretty good. Yeah. Used to run the ball down the field, get to about the 10-yard line. I, I done work hard. I'm seeing touchdown now. But they say, oh, we got to pull him out the game now. I'm on the 10-yard line. Why are you pulling me out the game? Let me go ahead and take this in so I can dance in the end zone. Oh, that's what we did. Took me out the game and put somebody else in the game that had on the same suit that I had on. Oh, bro, Randy would talk to you about it. As well as bro, Candyman and others. Takes you out the game. Put in somebody with the same suit but not the same race. And let them run it in the end zone. You look in the paper, your name is nowhere in the paper except you had so many yards. But the big photo is the one that went in the end zone and didn't dance. Say to your neighbor, you have to recognize that there are certain things that are evil. Even though they look like they're not. It's evil, but it looks like it's not evil. And I used to ask myself, I used to say, how he gets such and such, and I didn't. understand how he could get that, but I didn't. It's some evil behind it. See, people will make you feel inadequate. As if you're not where you need to be. But often it's not that you're not where you need to be. 
It's just the evil that's operating in the system. The evil that's operating behind the scene. But what bothers me is when you, you get folk that should know better. Involved in evil. You can have folk that are in the church that, that know what does say is God, but, but they will choose evil over doing what does say is the written and revealed will of God. You know God will protect you. Why are you going to allow somebody to tell you based upon their research that he won't? You know God is a keeper. You know he kept you from... Danger seen and unseen. But now you're going to allow a report. That's 40% accurate to tell you. That you should trust it rather than God. That's nothing but evil. And the evil is not just from the report. The evil is coming from you. Because you're, re- you're believing the report. Evil was so prevalent through reports in the day of Isaiah as well as Paul. Well, they had to ask the question, whose report you're going to believe? You got a choice and, 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 and your choice has been off lately. But now since it's been put in your face, whose report you're going to believe? All that I've said thus far is, is for you to understand that you have to be able to discern evil. Whether it's coming from a fool Simple-minded person or highly educated or intelligent person. Whether it's coming from the church or from the government. Whether it's coming from a house or whether it's coming from a lab. You Spirit-filled and spirit-led child of God need to use your God-given ability to discern evil and good. That's what the text is about. It's a comparison. It's a comparison between folk that are downright evil and folk that seek God. And so he starts off the text, which again, you have to consider theologically in one sense because of the name Lord. But notice He starts off by saying evil men or women or children. 
do not understand justice. They don't grasp justice from God's standpoint. They don't grasp righteousness, which is one meaning of of justice in the text, from God's standpoint. Could they grasp it? Yes. They have been given the capacity to do so but but they will not do it because of the evil see evil is good to folk oh you done done something evil that it felt good it made you smile (laughs) made you want to do it a Anna Anna Evil men do not grasp, do, do not want to seek until they come to conclusive evidence that God is in control. They don't understand righteousness. Now, theologically, justice represents the will of God. Who is more just than anybody? God. Who even deemed us that follow the will of God just? Which is the root of justice. God. Evil men do not understand justice. Evil men do not understand folk that live by faith. Evil men do not understand a just person saying all things work together for the good because of their love for God. Evil men don't understand that. You ever tried to bring up a conversation with somebody that that was ungodly, telling them how God is going to do this, that, and the other, and they looked at you like you were crazy, looked at you like you were out of your mind? It bears witness to the text. Say to your neighbor, evil men, women or children, do not understand justice. They do not understand the lifestyle of a just person. They don't understand why you think the way you think. Why you talk the way you talk. Why you do what you do. And in a whole lot of cases they don't want to understand why you're thinking like you're thinking, talking like you're talking, doing what you do. They don't even want you to bring it to the table. That's the reason they had to get the just book out of schools. They had to get the just book out of other places. Why? They don't want justice to be. They don't want it to be done. Why? Because of their evil. 
Evil men do not understand justice. And you have to understand something. That, that evil folk are not satisfied with being evil alone. They want to seduce others into being evil. I got to bring in some scripture now. Woo, y'all, y'all, y'all just stay with me. Let's go to Proverbs 6 for a minute. Lord have mercy. Y'all all right? Proverbs 6 and 23. For the commandment is a lamp. A God's instruction is a lamp. And the law God's rules, his precepts are light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of what? You need instruction. You need to be corrected, corrected because it's a part of, help me, life. Why? To keep you from the evil Woman, man, or child. From the flattering tongue of who? Seductress. Children can seduce you. Brothers know firsthand that women can seduce you. And women, you sure know that a man can seduce you. Why you have to say that about us? Because it's the truth. But seduce in the text is to lead astray. Your own child can have you getting out the will of God. Your own spouse can have you getting out the will of God. Your own doctor can have you getting out the will of God. That's why the commandment has to be a lamp to you. Notice back in the 23rd verse. Before he talked about being seduced, he talked about how God's commandment, his word has to be a lamp. Has to be a light. To you. you. You have to always have God's word before you. If you don't, you will be seduced. You'll be led astray if you don't keep God's word before you. Folk will have you thinking you have what you don't have simply because they say you have it if you don't keep God's word before you. Folk will have you thinking you need something that you don't need. Why? Simply because you don't keep God's word before you. God tells you in John 16 and 13 to be led by the spirit of truth. But man tells you be led by his suggestions. Your suggestions rather than what God is saying. Yeah, use common sense. But God said you need to use common sense. Well, common sense in that sense is evil. Why? Because it's going against what does saith God. He going to lead you into how much truth? 
all truth. You know there are saints of God that are walking in things that God never told them to do. Even though God told them to be led by the Spirit. What do you call that? Evil. You can be righteous but in a seat of evil. Ooh, I say you can be righteous but in a seat of evil. And get this, and try to justify it. It must be too heavy for some of y'all. How many are saying with me? You have to be to the point to where you recognize that you can be seduced if you don't stay in the word. Look at Proverbs 6 and 23 and 24 again. He wanted the person to consider the commandment a lamp. Do you see it? To consider the law alike. The commandment and the law equate God's will. Why he wanted the people to consider it because of verse 24. So they would not be seduced. I never ever been seduced by somebody. And sometimes you can be seduced and you weren't even planning on being seduced. <laughs> TV is so powerful now to where you can be seduced by a commercial. I said TV is so powerful now you can be seduced by a commercial. By a 30 second video. The first time you see it. He said, how is that? Because it's planned. It was put together to seduce you. It was created to seduce you. But see, when you're in, you in the word, you will look at it and it won't seduce you. Why? Because you know it's evil. But when you ain't been praying, you ain't been fasting, you ain't been heeding the word, something can come and seduce you that wouldn't have the power to seduce you if you were in the word the way you needed to be. Let's go further. Lord have mercy. Y'all all right? Let's go to Proverbs 17 is where I think I want to go. This is just so profound. Proverbs 17 and 11. Notice this. An evil man seeks only rebellion. One meaning of rebellion 
is to defy authority. Not to submit to the person you should submit to. You're going to do what you want to do. And, and see, as a human being, we are free moral agents. But understand this. When we became Christians, as free moral agents, we submitted ourselves to Jesus as, number one, Lord. That means he became our master. Whatever you want me to do, Lord, is what I'll do. However you want me to think is what I'll think. Whatever you want me to say is what I'll say. But check out the evilness that is a part of Christianity. Hold on. Not Christianity, Christianity in reference to Christ, but Christianity. People only look at salvation as being Jesus saving. They'll constantly tell you he'll, he'll save you. He'll bring you out. But they often fail to mention that, yeah, he'll save you. But as a Christian, you have to submit to him. He has to be your Lord and Savior. Not just your Savior. If Jesus was just Savior, everybody would want to be a part of what's happening. Why? If he's saving, if I ain't got to submit, but I'm just getting saved, oh, yeah, I'll jump on board. Save me, Jesus, as long as I don't have to do what you tell me to do. But true Christianity says he has to be not only your Savior, but your Lord. Jesus said, why call me Lord if you do not do what I tell Christianity has been tainted by song. It's the reason they come up with once save, always say do what you want to do you're still going to be saved but why how can you do what you want to do and he is supposed to be not only savior but Lord how can that be evil men well let me read it I don't want to misquote this I want you to help me read it too you read it? Proverbs 17 and 11. First clause. An evil man seeks only what? Rebellion. That's all he wants. Rebellion. That's the reason you have some folks you try to explain stuff to. They don't, they don't want to explain. That. They, they just want to argue with you. Well, you know, you, you believe that whole... Look. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't believe that Holy Ghost thing the way you believe. They, they, don't wanna, they don't want you to explain. They want to argue with you. They want to stress their point instead of the truth. 
evil men seek rebellion. They defy authority. Woo! And so back in Proverbs 28 and 5, remember this, this first clause. When it comes to evil people, they do not understand justice. And you have to recognize that evil, again, is not just found in a fool. Simple-minded person, but it's also found in intelligent and educated folk. Yeah, and some of us, if you were, if if you have been on this earth for a while and you look back at your life, there has been a time to where evil was deemed good. Well, a jury of their peers found him innocent. So I know what the video looked like, but his peers <laughs> found him innocent. Oh, that's just evil. It's set up to where certain ones can be chose to make sure evil gets Off. I actually had this person try try to turn the spread of, of COVID-19, uh, say that, you know, the reason it's spreading the way it is is because of, of black people. And some of y'all probably heard something similar. See, folk will take evil and try to use it any way they desire. But, but this is the thing when you have professional folk that, that hear their logic hear what they're saying and then they agree with it that's what messes things completely up. Yes, well you know we as African Americans we got to do something because we, have, we are the most such as so you agree with their logic you ain't, you ain't did no research. You ain't got no real proof. You just got what they telling you, but you agreeing with it because it came from so-and-so. So when it comes to evil men, you need to remember this clause right here. As a child of God, Evil men do not understand, do not grasp, do not want to be conclusive when it comes to righteousness. But then it talks about God seekers or seekers of God in the latter clause. Those who seek the Lord understand Oh. And again, you don't, you don't, 
You don't know everything it is to know about science, everything it is about biology, everything it is about this, that, and the other. But you understand all that God has ordained for you to grasp, to know the truth about. You understand it. And, and when certain seasons come, God is going to reveal to you exactly what you need to Willie, yeah, I can give you a ton of scriptures. I just quoted one earlier, John 16 and 13. When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you. Guess into how much truth? All truth. Then last week, we, we talked about Jeremiah 3 and 15. That God will give you shepherds according to his heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Then God said to us in Amos 3 and 7, he will do nothing unless he reveal his secrets or his plans unto his servants, the prophets. And then he done warned us through the apostles such as John and Peter telling us things like, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit to see whether it is of God. Why? Because of anti-Christ. People that are against the written and revealed will of God. You see that? So when you seek God, you get understanding from the omniscient one. You get understanding based upon the one that created everything. For Psalm 24 and 1 tells us, the earth is the Lord and is fullness. I mean, everything you see, feel, and touch originated from Jehovah. Originated from God's word. For John 1 and 1 and following says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He made everything, and nothing was made that was made without him. He created everything. What a word. Let there be, and whatever he said, let happen, it manifested. It came in to be. That's who we get our stuff from. And I don't know about you, his, his, his word carries more weight than any piece of paper. I don't care what the heading say. Well, you see all these lists of, of different ones right here on the side. All of these are professional. Well, I see all them professionals, but they don't have nowhere near the wisdom that comes from our God. Matter of fact, he said the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. Why? They try to come up with what God already knows. Or try to change what God ordained never to be changed. Man un tries to undo what God created not knowing that God is the sovereign. He is in complete control. 
Sometimes man will try to make it seem like he's in control. But don't you get it twisted. God is in control. How many believe that? Shouted somebody, God is in control. If you really believe it, say it to somebody else, God is in control. Jesus had to straighten folk. This, this man had nerve to tell Jesus, you know, I can stop there from killing you. Jesus, hey, you wouldn't have no power unless my father had given it to you. Then he took it further. I, I can right now call legions to just do away with all this right here. But he didn't do it. He stayed in the wheel. Why? The best place to be and the safest place to be is in the will of God. We are seekers. A seeker, first and foremost, is a worshiper of God. A person that has, has submitted to Jesus as Lord. And save. He heals my Lord. That's the reason I tell folk I'm not my own. I done been bought with a price. Some of us in here, we, we, we boldly tell folk we're not our own. If you were your own, you'd get drunk every night. You would have slapped her if you were still your own. You would have took out a knife or try to find a stick to hit him if you were still living based upon your feelings. It bothers me when folk do all kind of crazy stuff and say they're Christian. You ain't Christian. I've been in the church since I was little. I'm, you ain't Christian and acting like that. Christian means Christ like oh lord that's another subject but anyway you are a worshiper of God let me show you something if you, when you are a true seeker go with me to John 4 I'm closing some of y'all looking like y'all um, I don't know I'll tell you true listen to this right y'all John 4, we're going to start at verse 21. Now, this is what Jesus said to a woman that uh, enjoyed shacking. She did. She had been married, and then Jesus said, you done been married such and such times, and, and, and the man you're living with is not yours. She enjoyed shacking. Y'all know what shacking is. Even if young, young folk know what shacking is. She said to her, woman, believe me. Because see, she was trying to, let me just say this before I go any further. She was trying to convince Jesus she was a worshiper. That's what she was trying to convince him. She was a worshiper. And so he had to drop on her, look, you done been married such and such time. And the one you with now, he ain't yours. And so notice what he tells her after, after she was trying to convince him that she was a worshiper. 
Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We, ooh, woo. Ain't that the truth, though? You ever heard folks that say they worshiping Jesus, but you're like, no. You. Notice, you worship what you do not know. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers. So, if they are true worshipers, they are false worshipers. When the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit, their attitude, their attitude is going to be one of worship. That means is is going to be incorporated into their lifestyle. And some of us, our, our attitude, our mindset every day is to talk to Jesus. We gonna we gonna pray. Is part of our lifestyle. We ain't going to forget to do it because it's part of our lifestyle. Even if we run in late, we'll do it on the way. Why? Because it's part of our lifestyle. But we ain't just going to do away with it. Well, you can at least get drunk on sad and you'll be all right tomorrow. No, I can't do that because keeping my temple clean is part of my lifestyle. So your attitude, your, your spirit, and, and of course spirit means more than just your attitude. Spirit also has to do with your God consciousness. It has to do with you as a person. You as a person, you're going to worship the Lord in spirit. And notice truth. And this is the reason. This is the reason. Uh, I'm going to read the 23rd verse again. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. Father, Father is done with folk that's playing. Verse 24, God is the spirit and those who worship him will or must worship him in what? Must? And so it's important for us to understand that, that if we are worshipers, we are about doing what's true and in order to in order to operate in truth you have to be conclusive when it comes to your understanding because if not you'll be playing church you'll be playing like you're doing what God told you to do and, and see if, if, if you're not a true worshiper a pandemic will expose you. A fiery trial will expose you. Something will expose you. But when you're worshiping in spirit and in truth, no matter what happens to 
you, you're not going to stop worshiping him. Even if the thing that's happening starts to affect you, you're still going to trust your God for your salvation. Why? You're true when it comes to your worship. Some of y'all didn't like that. Was it wrong? Stuff will come to see whether you're rooted or not. Whether you're real or not. That's the reason we have to, we have to be what Paul said to the Corinthian church. Steadfast. Immovable. Always abound in the work of the Lord. Why? We know, we understand that our labor is not in vain. It's not empty what we're doing. I tried tithing. Well, it, well it's not empty to me. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't put it down to try it. I did it because my God told me to do it. And I know that it works. Maybe if you would quit trying this and trying that and get real about doing, you will see that God is not a man that he should lie, not the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? Somebody ought to help me, won't he? Make it good. Say to your neighbor, he will make it good. Those who seek the Lord understand what? Oh. Oh. It's just like folks say, well, how can I understand? How come she ain't panicking? All this going on because she understands. She understands the season that we're in. She understands that, that certain things like this going to take place. As Elder Leak said, we ought to know that certain things just going to happen. It didn't take you by surprise. You, you already know it. Now, in the early church, certain things took them by surprise. Why? The church was just getting started. But when James understood that they allowed things to get to them that, that they had never experienced, he hurried up and told them in James 1, hey, think it not. No, no, that ain't what James said. James said, beloved brother." Count it all joy when when you fall into various trials. Knowing this, that the testing of your faith produces a works endurance of patience. Now Peter said what uh, Ella Leach talked about earlier. Think it not Strange concerning what? The fiery trial. Well, see, all of this was when the church was just beginning. A lot of things that were happening, they, they were not aware that they would take place. But we done had the book for years, for centuries. Since we've been born, we know that certain things just going to be. And the original disciples, Jesus told them before the book was ever written, that look... In this life, you're going to have some trouble. You're going to have some sorrow. Or breaking it down, you're going to have some ups. And you're going to have some downs. He said, but you can't let any of these things move you. Why? They got to happen. 
He said, they got to happen. I like to tell folks, earth is nice, but it ain't happen. You're going to go through some stuff down here. Am I right? But when you seek God, you grasp all that the omniscient one wants you to grasp. You know truth to the point to where you are conclusive. And it has become a part of your thinking, your talk, and your deeds. You understand Oh, You don't panic when other folks are panicking. You don't follow the herd. You wait on your God to tell you what. And if he tells you to do such and such, that's what you do. But he may not tell you to do what he tells me to do. Woo! But he going to talk. If he said he going to guide you in the own truth, guess what? He going to talk. He, well, God ain't told. He, but he going to tell you. If he ain't told you yet, it's either that you ain't been listening the way you need to be listening. Or, or you ain't where you need to be. But he going to talk. He never would have said he's going to guide you in the own truth if he wasn't going to tell you some truth. And often what your truth comes forth is right here. Lord have mercy. Let me show you something else. Let's go to Psalm 34. I'm closing. This is my last scripture. How many really receive it? I was going to ask if you you have been offended, but I won't go there. Notice this. uh, Psalm 34 and 10. The young lions, people of strength, people of power. But notice, young lions lack and suffer hunger. Even, Even folks of power, of strength, go through lack. You, you ever seen folk, you wonder, how in the world can she have millions and still kill herself? She strong financially, but still in lack. Man, as much, as gifted as he was, how come he do that? He was strong in the gifts, but he still was lack. Young line, strong. But still lacking. God don't want his folk to be in a permanent state of lack. You may start out in lack, but don't you ever think that's God's will for you to remain in lack. Come here, John 10, 10, even before I finish this verse. The thief comes not before the steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come why? that you might have life and that more abundantly. What does that verse say to us? He does not want us to lack. You got to believe that. You got to believe that. But let me finish the verse. The young lions 
lack and suffer hunger. But those who help me seek worshipers shall not lack any good thing. Now, now there are some good things to where all of us can be on a card that is a good thing. Yeah, it is. But, but, but see, a good, good thing has to be tailored. Because there are certain things that are good to you that I don't want nothing to do with. You agree? You take me and say, me and you, we, we, we've been working. We've been up on the, up on the house fixing the plumbing. But Eight hours. Flower, uh, spiders been biting us. Little grass snake crawled down in our boot. Yours and mine. Went, out, went in my boot, came out, went in your boot. We didn't know what it was. We just out here working. Spiders and little snakes. Muddy. So we done got hunger, real hunger. Man, I tell you, sure would be good. I'm so hungry, man. Yeah. If I could just have a big chick right now. Now, that's you. You so hungry to where you could eat a big chick. That, that's a good thing to you, a big chick. Both of us hungry, but a big chick is not on my list as a good thing. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Now, if you say, well, you say, well, I, I, man, I'd do anything for me, a big chick. I just want a big chick. Like, well, man, I, if I could just get me an old tomato sandwich. <laughs> Heavy on the mayonnaise. Heavy on the pepper. <laughs> Hold on. Light on, the, light on the salt. I'll be okay. And a bag of chips. Or Cheetos. You understand what I'm saying? But, but this is the thing right here. Whether we can agree that a certain thing is a good thing or whether we don't. Look at the text. Those who seek the Lord, help me, shall, what? What does that mean? He's going to make sure you, you get what you need. That's the reason we need to be seekers of God. We need to stay seekers of God because in the season that we're in people that used to seek God some have ceased some doing it on a part time basis when they ain't got another alternative guess what they'll do they'll get in there and pray we can't let God become an alternative. Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye what? Seek ye what? 
the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he adds everything else. I'm going to stop.